0: Good evening, and welcome to another episode of On, on Base, Base and Off Point with your hosts, JR Herb and Vinnie Marshall. Life in the deep end. Deep end, that's yes. right. If we forward. don't get any deeper than this, you know, wait, we have to go a little deeper. We'll go as deep as we, want.
1: we need to go, man. We've got to get it done.
0: <laughs> we'll go as deep as we have to drill. So, what's going on, JR? Welcome back. Thanks, man. man. I was like, it was uh, a vacation? vacation. It was fantastic. It's given me <laughs> lots of topics to talk about <laughs> and more lots topics than I many. think we have time in the podcast
1: for. <laughs> Same for
0: next week. Yeah, that's true. Put them on the back burner. We, the, the big, the big thing before we get into our first topic is my mother's 80th birthday was, was uh, there. That was why we went to Pennsylvania. <laughs> And we had a nice big surprise for her. It's your birthday. Oh, God, I can't sing. Today it's your birthday. Uh, Happy birthday. No, to... oh, no, I'm gone. Forget it. Happy birthday, Mom. Happy birthday, Ma. 80 years old and awesome. still kicking. That's great. How many family folks showed up? Oh, God, it was crazy. Um, we had uh, the, the four of the five kids. One, one, couldn't, one couldn't make it for unforeseen reasons. And then we had like 11 cousins Show up. So people from Pittsburgh, oh, my, you know, my Monroeville, books. and Pennzoil. Yeah. Oh, those are heavy yinzers. They're heavy yinzers. Yeah, they <laughs> it's really got downtown. It's got to go down to see Stillers down town. there. Yeah. yeah. Everything, yeah, it's, everything it's, ends in, in the inflection of a question. <laughs> <laughs> You're going downtown. <laughs> go down to see Stillers? <laughs> go to the hotel. <laughs> anyway. I we had a good time and I wanted to wish my mother a happy birthday and, and uh, everybody else, including my uh, my sister Trish for helping out and my uh, my brother in law Mike for listening to the podcast and tell us how much he likes it. He didn't give me any criticism. He's like he said it sounds great. Come on, Mike,
1: we, we need some we, we need some
0: we need some feedback. Need some criticism. Good, bad, and ugly. Yeah, yeah. Speaking particular... of ugly, oh <laughs> wait, okay. Our featured bass player. <laughs> For the evening <laughs> we, we, Let's preface this by saying Before we started the podcast We were talking about Michael Anthony You know, going through the usual things Talking about it And both of us said the same thing Dude, he looks terrible now He looks old He looks way older than
1: he is So we decided last podcast That he would be our featured base player We're not going to just, you know Pick our heroes Or the greatest no, or, these, what, these
0: guys put the time in, man These guys are
1: legends I mean, and they are the deep end yeah, yeah. So I spend a lot of time listening to different Van Halen and uh, different other bass players that are kind of that same driving, you know, like, yeah, just like that, just kind of driving, getting it, you know, holding it down. Who'd you pick? Or what What Van Halen took? Well Well, um, so I'm actually, I put together a playlist for, I'm running, I'm training for my oh, cool. test. So I, I need something that's going to... going to kick you in the butt. Yeah, it's going to keep me going. So I got like a uh, chain... Oh, cool. You know, which is Van Halen. And yeah. I put, uh, what else? There's a couple other Van Halen. I put one with Sammy Hagar. Oh, Pound Cake. Pound Cake's a great one. That's just, I mean, he's just driving.
0: I, I know I know it's more commercial. It's more commercial than it should be. And there's a lot of great bass lines in here. The, the tune right now. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, p- I played that with, with Bob Green in, in, in Japan. Right. So fun to play. Yeah, I played that with Dave Mitchell. Yeah, I bet you Amy, did. Amy Nichols Miracles, in the yeah. group
1: up in Hanscom. Hanscom, yeah. And that was a – and Kevin Barnett. Play, around with him oh, and
0: Kevin. cool. I, I know of him. I don't yeah. know him.
1: So – but great bass lines. And then I also have on there a couple other – same genre, like same things, things that I like to listen to when I run. So I have some ACDC on there. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes. Cliff Williams playing bass. Yes. And then I have some Pat Travers oh, okay. on there. And Mars Calling is the bass player. I and don't know him. Yeah. Oh. It's a him, right? Yeah. Well, oh, up no. turn, his name's Peter, but Mars was his nick- nickname. Nickname. Okay. Yeah. So what, what's on there from Pat Travers? Snorting whiskey and drinking cocaine. <laughs> that's one of, that's uh, actually one that of his bigger like hits. That sounds like a bad night. That's <laughs> one of his bigger hits. The story is that Pat Travers, uh, they were on the road, and, and the other guitar player's name was um, Pat Thrall. Uh-huh. And he had just broken up with his girlfriend. He went out and just got got
0: it. went on a bench. Oh, he came up and said, "I've been snorting whiskey, and drinking cocaine." <laughs> okay. And I like, go, oh, "That's a song. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's not even a country song. That's <laughs> that's a rock. And that's roll. a good rock and roll song." That's, well, yeah.
1: It, back to Michael Anthony. He's been known to you know
0: drink a little. Yeah, I I. Whiskey it, and, it's my understanding that that every uh, Van Halen concert, he used to do this big solo, and then when he got done. Whether it was a real fifth or not, I guess the way he looks, it probably is the case. He's down to fifth at Jack Daniels. I don't think you can do that.
1: I don't think your body can metabolize that. Well, look, look, look at him. I saw him with Van Halen. It was Van Hagar. Van Hagar, right? Great concert. It was in Pittsburgh. Oh, really? Yeah, it's with all the Insers. Oh, okay. And um, they they all do like their little breakdown. You know, there's just this drum solo, right? Then there's the Eddie Van Halen. Just a guitar, you know, eruption, right, all over the damn place. And then Michael Anthony had one, and so did the best one was Sammy Hagar. Really, Sammy Hagar came out with just a acoustic guitar, sang a tune, and it was burning. Really, I mean, anything you expect, what he did was what you expected. Probably my second favorite was Alex Van Halen's drum solo. he's oh, he, oh he's he's great. Yeah, yeah he's, great. he's 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 solid. And then. The, the least favorite of mine was was Michael Anthony's. He it was more of a show than it was a bass solo. Okay, what did he do? He, he kind of did the Jimi Hendrix thing where he lit the bass on fire on stage. Nice, space, but he added a nice little touch to it. He was able to control the flames and make them larger or smaller by you know throwing his hands at it. Like it, was, it must have been
0: something in his yeah. hands or something. Yeah, like I don't that. know. Yeah. It, it, he's not a technician. No, Let's no, no, he's not. that. But, but but here again, if you're talking about bass players and you're talking about somebody that you, that you want to listen to, you're talking about, about bass players. Yeah, there might be flash and flare, but these guys got to sit down there and play a line and sit there and go, I know this dude knows where he's at. He's playing a great line and he's backing up. Think about it. You're backing up Van ha- Eddie Van Halen. What are you going to do when he plays a solo? Try to play something tricky? I, I think beyond
1: that, what he brings to the table that you and I could not do is his background. Vocals are stellar. Oh, he's, he's ridiculous. And very, very distinctive. It's like, that's Michael. You know, you can, you can hear tell the, the BGVs on Van Halen, his
0: voice is distinctive. He, he was on, uh, with Howard Stern, with Sammy Hagar, um, himself. Yeah, those two still get along, and yeah, and uh, the the drummer uh, Jason Jason Bottom. Jason Bonham, yeah, and whoever the, the Circle is the name was. of that band, right? Yeah. And and Van, he's he looks he looks terrible. He looks awful. He's skinny, but he but he looks like he's you know he's he's lived a life, but he was singing back a back of uh, back of uh, Hagar, yeah. freaking nuts. Well, it was great. He he could do lead if
1: he wanted to if he really wanted to, yeah. But anyways, I'm listening to these guys and. I think that I like his playing better than Cliff Williams. Okay. I would. So we're going to start this now. It's going to be called the Rack and Stack. Right. 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 Top. We're going to do a, a bass player Rack and Stack, Jr. and Vinny's Rack and Stack, and it's not going to be the top ten. Just as we talk about people, we're we'll stick put them in the list where we think they are, and we may need a couple different lists. This is what I'm thinking, because we have these journeymen kind of you know guys that. We know, we recognize, but we talked about Paul McCartney. You know, he's more of an artist. He maybe goes on a different list. Yeah, I can include him on his bass playing chops. Right, but there has to be an asterisk. Yeah, because because the same with Sting. Well, yeah, yeah. The the those uh, guys. I mean, they're they're not going to be maybe as technical players of some of the other no like guys that are going to be on the. I had a, I I on, had a couple discussions
0: switch. about McCartney's playing, and there's a lot of, a lot of people that don't like his playing as a bass player. Like if they put the top ten bass players, they won't list him. And I understand why they don't list him. But think about the fact that in the 60s, this guy is playing bass and playing bass with this counterpoint heavy lines that are different, like the bass line from some. I mean, I'm going back and talk about it, but something and all these other lines. Yeah. And he may not be the best technician in the world, but he is playing lines that I'm sorry, I'm going to listen to and go, you know what the hell? Do? There was this show. It was
1: on uh, American Hero Channel or, or whatever. Okay. And it would compare like. The greatest tanks of all the top ten tanks <laughs> of all times.
0: With Ar- Arlie Emery or whatever. His <laughs> yeah, name. it was like that.
1: Yeah, that was it. And it was like they had
0: categories: lethality, <laughs> you know, cost production, <laughs> burning bases, <laughs> top speed, <laughs>
1: firepower, or whatever.
0: But we could we we could rate
1: some of those things. Well, we're, that we, might we, be a bad idea. We may idea. have to come up with, with like groove. Right.
0: Just laying, it down, just laying it down. Creativity. What you're creativity. talking about right. with
1: McCartney. Yeah. McCartney is very creative uh, with his lines. You don't have to be, you know, a technical, right. a highly technical player like a, like, like a, Victor Wooten or, yeah. Mar- or Marcus Miller or yeah, Stanley Clarke or, Clark or, or, or Jocko. Yeah, yeah. Um, to, to be creative and make great music. So. That's
0: true. That's true. I, I think I'm we should do that. that. Yeah. We, we, okay. We're going to have to put this together. So On our free time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Yeah. Nothing yeah. else to do with my life. Yeah, neither do I. You know, and but I'm retired. Michael
1: Anthony, I th- I really think he does some nice things down low in yeah. the deep end that Cliff Williams, and Cliff Williams is a great bass player, don't get me wrong. I right. think ACDC is one of the tightest bands ever in history. And okay. I'm just, uh, all right. This was a statement by Quincy Jones. When he heard ACDC, he said,
0: that's, that's one tight, tight band. band.
1: And they really are. They don't push, they don't rush. They just rock. Right. Those guys are badass. But I would put Michael Anthony in front of Cliff Williams behind Mars Cowling. Uh, Mars Cowling
0: uh, is uh, Pat Travers. Pat Travers. Yeah,
1: he's the snorting he's whiskey, drinking right, cocaine right, right, ba- right, right. Uh, bass player. But he's got some. I'll have to turn you on to some of the um, stuff that I listen to. Yeah, yeah. I'd I like, like to hear that because. You are talking about Van Halen, the... but it's the same style. And this—it's funny because I'm running and I'm listening to these songs, and they all have the same formula. Of course, this is how you—this is how you write a great rock and roll song. You start out with a, a guitar riff, right? It, whatever it is, there's a guitar riff, and then the band joins in. And then you have a verse, then you have a chorus, and at some point you come back and break down into that guitar riff again. With yes. Just a guitar, or maybe drums. It, it's
0: so—what uh, do you call that? formulaic yeah exactly yeah, yeah 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 you just make it real real, real
1: well they all and they, have these great licks these great guitar you know whatever
0: listen to all the all the ac tunes hell's bells and i mean uh, you know they they all have a great groove that you listen to and yep. you go this is fantastic but it's not like the baseline isn't this this overly complicated it's just you know yeah well i th- oh, 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 okay let me perform for you uh-oh the most
1: famous Michael Anthony bass line. And tell me if you can identify it by me playing it. D- d- uh, think- let me play at least four notes before you answer the question. Okay, are you ready?
0: No, but that never stopped me okay, before. here we go. <laughs> oh, what the hell's the name of that damn tune? That's all you get. I don't remember the name of the damn tune. <laughs> Running with the devil. That's it. I couldn't remember the name a, of the tune. That was a in Halen. One, I believe, yeah, it was yeah, Van Halen. Yeah, one, yeah, there was that. That was a hit off of that, and you really got me. Well, but all right. So, so I need to I need to go back and preface this, and this particularly works for for ACDC as well. Did you like my version? Your version was wonderful. Thank you. Spot on. <laughs> you know, spot. You know, <laughs> take take a day off out of petty cash. <laughs> Roger that. Anyway, when you put somebody like Michael Anthony and Cliff Williams. And other other bass players that, off the top of my head, I'm not going to name. Will sure, um, because I've been drinking. You know, I, I, I,
1: oh, this is a great time for our sponsor, uh, Dark Horse.
0: <laughs> you know, today it's <laughs> on b- bass and off point. Sponsored by, by Dark, Dark Horse. Horse and today-, today it's a rich red blend. Yes, very rich. And mm-hmm. Very rich and very red and very tasty. I mean so, like that. Yes. A- anyway, you're putting these guys in a situation like somebody with with the, the vocal prowess. Of of uh, Sammy Hagar or David Lee mm, Roth, yeah, and the and the guitar playing prowess of Eddie Van Halen, or or you have Angus Young. Someone's got to hold. Somebody's got to hold Someone's it
1: the down. Glue. You you can't. Yeah. Well,
0: here's another guy. John Entwistle's a perfect example as well. I don't know, dude. John Entwistle's got a lot of talent, but John Entwistle just holds it down. He plays a lot of notes. He plays a lot of notes, but think about the band that he's playing with. You know, those those guys are playing the today. I parts. would not. I would not rank him as one of the guys. Holding it, holding it down? down? No, no, he is playing his he's like, well, he's playing know. his ass off. There's no doubt he's playing his ass off. You know, but, but with all the rest of the shit that's going on, you know, um I mean look at look at uh, uh even the beginning of uh
1: who are, you, who are it, you it's like
0: Yeah yeah.
1: You know it's all offbeats it's like but he's still.
0: He, I still think that's holding it down. But maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Eh, whatever. I, you, I think he does, but I don't think he's the example you want to use. No, probably not. Probably not. I, I had somebody else in my mind. In that I that think I Michael just, Anthony. Is well, the of guy course, guy Michael Anthony is. Because, but, but the point is, is that they're both dealing with the great singing of Sammy Hagar, or David Lee Roth, and they're dealing with. Look, when Eddie Van Halen plays a guitar solo, are you going to do anything crazy? I'm going to probably, gonna probably be staring at him, going, "What the hell is he probably doing?" Not, over yeah. that sounds fantastic. I'm going to go. That sounds wonderful, man. Play it again. That's what you you do. You have to. That's what
1: we do anyway. You don't have a
0: choice. But there there are choices that get to be made in those circumstances where sometimes the bass player gets a piece of it. But very rarely in a case where you're talking about, I mean, like the tune right now from Van Halen. He's got a good bass part to it. You know, it's a decent part. But otherwise, Hagar's singing his ass off, and even Eddie Van Halen is playing the shit out of the piano.
1: And I think a lot of the pop stuff demands a very steady... Baseline yeah it, it, it there's no looking at journey right, bad company right. bad company, all those guys uh,
0: Chicago, any... you know Chicago I I think get a little funkier, yeah, uh, but
1: get a little more off base, but some of those those really you know yeah
0: you look at uh, uh, Elton John the stuff that's going on with Elton, Elton John, John it's Boston it's Boston yeah absolutely those bands,
1: the baseline is very much about the groove holding it down. And letting everybody else shine. You're the offensive lineman. You just you do all you're the work and the get no, you get them. no credit. You go do all the work and get no credit. Yeah, you're you're stopping the linebackers from tackling the quarterback and
0: going from there. It's your job. It's what you do. What's your your favorite Eddie or your favorite Michael Anthony song?
1: Uh, I really like what he does on Pound Cake. That's just that's that's uh, he does some nice stuff on there. He does. It's very it's very. The reason I put it on my running iPod list is it's like it makes it just makes me want to run. You have you an I, you have an iPod? Well, not an iPod. My what do you call that thing? The list you make when you
0: playlist Play, playlist oh, okay.
1: playlist that I put on my phone that used to go on
0: your iPod used when you were twelve. Okay, fourteen. <laughs> yeah, your mom got it for you for you know for graduating eighth grade. No.
1: Yes. Maybe. <laughs> but. It's just sad that they had such a rocky relationship with the Van Halen brothers. Well... I think there's some jealousy there. And not on behalf of Michael Anthony or Sammy. I think that the the brothers Van Halen did not like the fact that... Um, Somebody else
0: was getting credit. Well,
1: Sammy had like his own clothing line or some kind of products called oh, Cabo Wabo. Or Cabo some, Wabos is liquor. Yeah, liquor, and then tequila. Michael Anthony got into uh, making a hot sauce. Right. That I don't I think, think they're that just using their- are, oh, you're just you're just using the theme that we gave you and and you know screw you and now we're going to bring my son in to play bass and I don't know.
0: I, have you I don't heard, know this for heard, a fact. Have you heard the sun play? I haven't heard the sun play. No, I haven't either. The the other thing that that I don't know about he's
1: not getting wrapped and stacked because no we, haven't heard we are of not
0: putting Wolfgang Van
1: Halen in there no he, he could go on there he would just be very bottom he, he would just be being replaced by people yeah, yeah. People. I don't know maybe he's
0: good who knows folding and folding until <laughs> it breaks I don't want this <laughs> I want large bread look um, at
1: this this, this is a little bugger in here look over here no one's home I just hate it.
0: <laughs> Well, we're gonna to have to explain these references to some that people. That was a Spinal Tap reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, sorry. For you folks playing off. at home, that's Spinal Tap for hundred, Alex. Uh,
1: well, and there's another bass player that really held it down. It was Derek Small. Derek Small. Derek Small's on bass. Bass.
0: That's right. Big you bottom. wrote this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the big bigger the cushion,
1: the, the sweeter the, the, the pushin'. Well, oh, uh, so I have read. Uh, my baby fits me like a big th- tuxedo. I'm uh, gonna sink her with my flesh <laughs> torpedo. Big
0: bottom. You know, did you? You were the one that told big me that they're bottom. coming. They're coming out with a, a spinal tattoo. Talk too.
1: about <laughs> mud flaps. My girl's got them.
0: Oh. Oh my Big god.
1: Bottom drive me out of my mind. see
0: what what they should do is they put, they should put spinal How can tap. I leave <laughs> this behind. Hey, hey focus. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Big it's it's a space Big odyssey bottom. and you're and you're, you're not a part of this. They they should do a a uh, uh, a spinal tap and Big Lebowski oh, 2 oh. together. Oh, uh, Robowski
1: so, goes to the concert. Robowski <laughs> goes a, to, a, to a concert. Under the concert.
0: Under the tour bus, right? And the dude's and, like, oh and, hey, and, yeah. yeah, The dude <laughs> yeah, st- man. I started watching a Jeff Bridges movie. It was a uh, like an old, old No Men for Old Country, the the Tommy Jones type of a thing. Tommy Tommy Lee Jones. It was called uh, Old Men Hell in the Highway or something like that. I have, to, I have to go back and look at it. But but he is playing that character. He's playing the Tommy Lee Jones old guy. That's a that's a ranger. I, I, I only saw it. This guy stealing Robin Banks. Robin Banks. It's Christopher Pine and Ben Foster. Yeah, Banks. And they're burying I, the don't, cars don't on the, on the, on, the, on their land. But don't tell me the end of it because I only saw half of it. Oh. So but I'm talking about the Jeff Bridges character. He just he, he does just, a really nice job. He's I great. just
1: watched that's the. Um, uh, what was the reprise? True, where true Grit. True Grit again. I haven't seen it. I haven't oh, seen it. dude. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to pick
0: somebody. To to, to replace, replace John Wayne. Him, he he can do it. Yeah. He's, the, the, dude, the dude. The dude only abides, he, but he's really good at that. Yeah. It was a good.
1: And Matt Damon was it. It was the beef.
0: It was a Glen Campbell. Yes. He played he the was, Glenn Campbell part.
1: He was the Ranger, the Texas yeah. Ranger. And I didn't think that he could pull it off, but I'm telling you.
0: That movie's going to stand up. I'm, I'm going to have to watch it now. Time. It's Cause, good. Because I purposely didn't watch it because I really love John Wayne. So, so it, I, it doesn't I, take away from that. It's, a, it's different enough that you'll enjoy okay. it. If that's, if that's the case, I'll definitely watch it. I think you'll
1: enjoy his interpretation of Rooster Cogburn.
0: Oh, I bet it will.
1: It's a little different than Wayne's.
0: Yeah. Well, Wayne, Wayne's was a combination of being drunk, ornery, and, and I don't know, a bastard. <laughs> Well, okay, it's not, that <laughs> it's not that different. See seeing how we go down this path and it's like yeah but but the interpretation yeah. of the, the drunk ornery bastard Rat Bastard.
1: Yeah, yeah, is is uh wait,
0: wait, do they have a cat in this movie? I think there is a cat in the beginning, yes. Okay. The Chinese guy that, Chinese guy's still there? Yeah, he's still in okay. it. Li there, chin there's or, a lot or to or it, it, yeah. There's a Yeah. Two chins or you <laughs> <laughs> see he's a half Indian, half Chinese, two chins. Oh but a boom. Oh, Who's about goodness. to tell Oh my goodness. So <laughs> we, we've this is, this we've is beat terrible. we've beat this subject about as far as we can. So go. <laughs> racism. It's a big story now in the country.
1: So I'm gonna tell you what a racist I am. I'm terrible. I Uh-oh. should never have done this. What did you do so, there? I went to the chief leadership course and it's in Montgomery, Alabama. Right. And you, this is recent? This is three years ago. Okay. Two or three years when ago. When you became number ten. Yeah, when I was yeah, number ten. And when you're down there you're living in a hotel for. Right. It's like you you got to do laundry because you're wearing uniform every day. Right, right, right. So we would take it. A, a buddy of mine, one of the other chiefs, he had his car. I drove my motorcycle there, so I'm like, hey, can you, you know, let's. Can I used them all the time for a hook, ride. Hook me up, help me out. And in. we would go get our, our laundry done, and it was they did a great job. It was cheap. It was like five bucks a pound, or yeah, it was five seven bucks. I think we we're never more than like five or seven bucks a pound. I forget what, what it was. I got, I got out of there for like. 12 or 13 bucks plus a tip for a week's worth of laundry a fluff and fold place no well i guess they would yeah. wash it yeah it's a fluff and fold place with a happy ending no no happy oh, okay endings. okay that's rubber for 12, crap for 12 that's bucks, rubber
0: crap. What kind, of, <laughs> what kind of what kind of happy ending you get for 12 dollars
1: they'll, they'll so leave they on remember.
0: you so anyways
1: there's always this nice uh
0: Oriental Don't try kid. this at home, kids. He's really
1: an Oriental kid. And he was, uh, you know, didn't speak very good English, but he always did a great job. And decided, for your honor, I Mr. Jr. I for
0: you're right. your honor, Mr. J.I.? Okay, no problem. Name, I just called him Wu. <laughs> <because> oh, boy. <laughs> Woo-hoo! <laughs> oh, boy. So,
1: I would say, hey, Steve, let's get our clothes over to Wu. They close it, so-and-so. And, and he started calling him Wu. But he didn't realize Woo was not his real
0: name. <laughs> I just... Oh, to Woo, how are you? <laughs> how are you, Mr. Woo? It's good to see you, Mr. Woo. Oh my god, you we kept calling him Woo, you
1: dirty in the bastard. car. <laughs> we took a hundred once and he's, he's calling him Woo. And I said, Don't call him Woo. I said, You know, his name's not really Woo. I said, What? I could see this. Now. I said, I just made that up, dude. He's like, Jesus Christ, I almost called him
0: Woo. Woo, it's good to see you, Woo. Woo Thank you so much, Woo Here's a tip Here, Here's a tip Plant your corn early <laughs> uh, Don't pan man, to the wind <laughs> Dumbass Americans These these guys dumb are bastards military guys. I, I'm going to put their creases in the wrong spot <laughs> That's perfect Chair, <laughs> oh, who's that guy? His name's Woo I don't know what the rest just of them I kept know. calling him Woo And I got it from Lebowski Right, of course You
1: know uh, So I'm a racist Sorry yeah, Well, that's alright I apologize it could be I'll worse. do better It could be worse at least it was, you know. I was in Montgomery, Alabama.
0: <laughs> Racist capital of the world. <laughs> some, oh, geez, oh, Pete. let's yeah. not get into that. Can't swim yet another day. A dead cat without hitting something. <laughs>
1: when we, when we run out of topics. We can talk about racism in oh, the deep south.
0: No, because we'll never stop. What are we talking about uh, now? Let's go swimming. Oh, <laughs> that's wonderful. <laughs> Do we need? Do we need to play our song for? We need to play our song after. Uh, yeah, we're gonna play our song after. Cause this
1: ties into your trip. You went. Yeah, you went get, east, and there was actually an ocean.
0: Yeah, here's here's. I won't get too far into the into the road trip explanation of it all, because that's that in and of itself is an, my own adventure. But oh, we, yeah, we we'll went get there. We went to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, my my home hometown, and I brought Chrissy and her mother. And my oldest stepdaughter. And Cassie from uh, Arizona met us out there. She flew out for my mom's thing. So we decided to do some touristy things. and without getting too long into that because that's the next subject, we did go to Seaside Heights, New Jersey, which is which is um, a, a beach, a, a beach, a big beach. And the big the big deal about Seaside Heights, New Jersey is if you're old enough, you remember, the Jersey Shore oh, with yeah. Polly and Vinny and all MTV. those MTV. MTV, which is probably about 10 years old. But we went there for two reasons. One, it's pretty much the closest beach to Bethlehem without having to drive like three hours. It was like a just over two-hour drive. So it wasn't bad. Um, now, there's other things about the Jersey Shore, I'll tell you. But this is the this is the good spot. So we decided we were going to sit in the beach and have a grand old time. It was wonderful. brought back old memories. I used to be stationed in McGuire, Air Force Base in, in New Jersey. Right, so right. we used to go there. It was like an hour to the beach. And we used to go there all the time. Well, we, we, I, you know, at this age, I'm, I'm smarter than I was when I was young. Um, so instead of going, instead of going to, um, uh, to the, uh, the beach and, and try to get sunburnt, I had a shirt on and you know did all my things. So we we, decided we we're going to go out to the water. And we went out to the water and, you know, you get into the waves. And if you haven't experienced that, that's a little, that's different, right? So, but I've experienced it. My mother-in-law walks out there and my mother-in-law is a wonderful person and I love her dearly, but she cannot walk on land. <laughs> I I don't know what possessed her to go toward the water. So Cassidy is taking mom to the water and I'm about two feet into the water if you're lucky All right. you know, and, and I'm standing there waiting for the waves to come and I'm standing sideways so the waves come up against me and they, I don't feel them, you know, they don't knock me over but I look back at my mother-in-law and she's walking square straight in like, like she's, mm-hmm. she's walking into the Ganges to, to get baptized <laughs> you know. I, I don't, I'm, I'm looking at her and I'm watching her she's taking these steps and I'm going, you're not going into the water are you? Goes, yeah, I like the water <laughs> no mom, the water is going to knock you on your ass so she takes two two steps. She's not even six inches into the water. How old is she? Seventy-two, okay. and she almost got knocked over from the from just that much of the water—six inches of water at a wave. So I'm looking at her, and I all I did was I pointed to the beach, and I go, "Go back to the beach now." And she goes, uh, "Okay, that's a good idea." I go, "Mom, you can't go in the water. You will fall on your ass." So. In passing the generations down to my lovely wife, and, I, and I'm telling this story because I told her I was going to tell a story on the podcast, and she thought it was just as funny as I did, but she was experiencing this. So I bring Chrissy to the water. I love my wife dearly, and I'm learning that she she has not been experienced about the ways of the world. So she's going up to the water, and she's walking with me. Or the waves of the world. The waves world. of the world in this particular case. <laughs> yes, a pun intended. So I'm looking at her going, turn your legs sideways perpendicular to the water so that when the water hits you, you can kind of brush up against it like you're taking a hit. So I'm telling her this. And as I'm telling her this, I'm standing sideways looking at her. She turns with her legs full front into the waves and tries to turn her body sideways. So she's like doing a twist. You know, yeah. So the first wave hits her, and it does what any wave would do, knocks her on her <laughs> ass. So she doesn't get, she's laughing and thinks it's funny, but she doesn't understand in less there's, than three seconds there's, there's another, another wave, wave coming. coming. And generally it goes small wave, big wave, biggest wave, and then it goes again, right? So she falls on her ass on a small wave. I'm going, Chrissy, honey, you got to get up. And in the process I say, you got to get up, another wave comes over and hits her. <laughs> So now she in the water? she's not, Oh God, we're, we're maybe two feet. In. And she hasn't got caught by the ebb tide and rolled, rolled around in So, so she's thigh high. She's thigh high if she's lucky. Okay. Right? Okay. So she's, she's in a good place, but she doesn't swim very well. So I was really worried about that because I'm thinking if I get caught in the undertow, I'm okay. I, I swim. Okay. She gets caught in the undertow. There's going to be hands and feet up there. There'll be David Hasselhoff running down the beach trying to get her. You know, or or me trying to drag her out. Oh, in the process of all this, as she's standing there, she's got sandals on because she doesn't want to put her fa- feet in the sand. So, her, so the sandals go off. They, fa- the they fall. They fall off, and she goes, "Wait, wow. they'll come." I said, "Chrissy, they're going to come back. Watch." And I put my hand back over here behind me, and the thing was like, "How did that happen?" I go, "It's it's, it's the waves, running, yeah. It's the tides. It's the moon. It's the blue skies. You know all that stuff." So. As she falls down the first time, she realizes that she, she can't really get up. And as I'm telling her, you need to get your ass up now. The second wave hits. So now she's falling back again and she's laughing, which is, it, it is funny. I'm laughing like crazy. Yeah, but you got to get your breath. You you get, there's, there's a third wave. Because there's coming. a third wave. Well, yeah, the third yeah. wave comes and now it spins her from being on her ass to swimming on, on her. St- now she's on her stomach. And again, I'm going, you got to get up because here comes the, brrr, you know, <laughs> it's like, you got to get up, the brrr, you know. So about five minutes into this, I'm trying to figure out, I got to grab her because the next wave that comes in is going to suck her down in and she's going to be under that ebb tide and she's a riptide. Then she's not going to be in any way, good shape or form. So she, she laughed about it. We laughed about it. We had fun. I wish I had my camera to videotape it because that would have been perfect, perfect to do that. But I just took her. I took a picture of her like an eye with the water behind us. But it was, she, she had her experience. She's been, cause when we went on our honeymoon, our our anniversary is coming up in August. We went to Turks and Caicos in the Bahamas, and Turks and Caicos, there's no waves. Placid. It's, it's, it's like it's like, you know, I mean, they ain't nothing. So she was out six feet into the water or five feet out in the water, enjoying the water, going, "This is wonderful." Yeah, it's wonderful. Honey, but this really isn't the ocean. I mean, this is the ocean, but it's not the ocean that you're, you're going to be used to. So now I got to take the a Atlantic to Coast
1: can have some some decent <laughs> surf. When I was a kid, we would go to Ormond Beach, which is just north of Daytona Beach. Oh, okay. South of Cocoa
0: Beach, right, right. Cocoa Beach is supposed to be pretty, yeah.
1: and it's it's a very cool beach, very touristy. But we went there as a kid for spring break. I was maybe anywhere from my six, seven years old, maybe even younger. Really, up until high school, we would always we, every every February or so we went down there. Cool. Yeah, sometimes we'd meet other family, or we'd go with other mm-hmm. family. But we had these all. They would rent, or we'd buy these canvas rafts. Oh, God. And my dad would teach us how to catch waves with his right. canvas rafts. Right. I remember one was like blue on one side and yellow on the other. I don't know how I remember. It had ropes on the side. Sure, sure. Side. So it you could steer almost it. try and steer right. it. Right. And there was an, it, it, we would go out there. I would sit
0: there for hours. See, I, I just, I didn't I, know I would, I would come back in just pr- a prune. prune. Just a prune i never wanted to leave the beach yeah same here one, one of the things that i showed showed the family when i was especially home. when the waves were kicking oh my god Did you catch perfect. a good
1: wave on one of those rafts I, no wonder natalie likes surfing it's just like
0: oh that's that's right she's out in she's out in california isn't she um yeah i'll bring that up later uh, oh okay
1: <laughs> well, well I, think I think she's leaving california tomorrow tomorrow I think she's in, visiting san francisco maybe they're working their way. There's no
0: good waves out in San Francisco.
1: They're not surfing. They're done surfing. Oh. Okay. There was an incident. So anyways. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm sorry. There I used to incident. love.
1: That's where I fell in love with the surf. Sure. The beach and the sound of it. And then when I was stationed in Hawaii, oh. it was just the most grand experience. The, the North Shore has waves that pretty big. They're the size of buildings. They're so huge that People just take off work and they go up and park all over the place to see these waves come in, and you can feel from hundreds of feet away the concussion of these really? waves. It's it's like the fear of God. It's just... Wow! And you see these maniacs out there on surfboards. I'm like, oh, look at that dude. Oh, oh, that's not gonna go well. Oh, where'd he go? <laughs> and everyone's like, Where'd he go? Where'd he go? And you look like
0: way forward. There he is over
1: there. He came up
0: just crazy. I can't imagine. I, I, I didn't, I never got to a Hawaii, but I was stationed in Japan. I went to Guam. Guam beaches were phenomenal. Mm. I, I don't care what anybody says about island fever or any of that crap. If I have all the things that I need, Chrissy's with me and I got music I mean, and I got a again. Vinny, I buy, Vinny buys an island. I'm going to buy Guam, baby. But Guam was <laughs> freaking fantastic. That was, that was beautiful. That was fantastic. I want my own island and I want the plane that comes in and bounces around and you see the green water and you just land on the yeah. island. Yeah. And you go, I'm not leaving. You're going to have to tear me off this island. Yeah. So it was fun
1: to do the the raft, but then my dad taught me how to body surf. Oh. And that's almost more fun. Yeah. Because you really feel the power of the wave because you're in it. Yeah. I mean, even if you're on a raft and the raft tips over, you feel like a rag doll. Oh, of course you do. And when we were, my one big regret about Hawaii was I did not learn to surf. We did um, boogie boarding. Which was fun And we could yeah. get into some high surf with that But I should learn to surf
0: Especially there Yeah I, was, I don't know why I didn't do it I was like 29, 30 Wait a minute You're a gold for God's sakes You should be doing all that stuff Yeah I should have done that You should have been skydiving into the water with a boogie board Oh that's a good idea Naked or whatever Whatever You know not that I want to see any of that stuff, but you know, you know what I'm saying. So, anyways, Natalie was surfing out in Malibu, and oh boy, this sound this sounds bad already. And it's, she
1: fell; in, the surfboard hit her head and knocked her out. And nice, someone had to grab her, and because she thinks she blacked out, she's not sure. Wonderful. Yeah, she's got a concussion, so eh, that's nice to she, try out. Paramedics checked her out, and she was fine, but she was starting to sh- show. Signs of concussion. I was like, go to the hospital. Yeah, so, for sure. Well, dad, they stole my wallet and she got robbed. Um, oh, we had couple, this conversation yeah, last. Yeah, she got robbed so she never ID card and I'm like, you still, although you might not have the identification card, you're, you're still, still covered. Innocent. Yeah, you're still covered. So,
0: yeah, Liberty Mutual, She's, has your back. <laughs> yeah, she,
1: so she got checked out but they said no more surfing for a while so it's like, well, you can't get in the water and teach surfing It's time to move on so she's working her way back home
0: via san francisco
1: well big sur san francisco they're gonna go to montana for a little while and work uh, a white water rafting she's gonna work in the office and her boyfriend's gonna actually it's a former employer it's a long
0: it's 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 already a long story I, dude it's a long road to a very small house natalie so. sit down and relax <laughs> Count count your blessings before somebody counts the teeth that's fallen out of your face. Oh
1: my gosh, this is resilience.
0: Count your <laughs> blessings. All right, we got to play a tune. It's time. Okay, I, I was over here was here kind of playing it. We're gonna do a seaside by the seaside by the day. Is that what we called it? Seaside by the day. You
1: did, and I read it as because of your handwriting. A seaside by the dog. Yeah. <laughs>
0: What's this? Seaside by the dog? We didn't see any dogs at Seaside Heights. I promise. It's like
1: a dogfish? What yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Barking dogfish. So, when did you write this? And what was your... Um... Uh it's it, it's it sounds it sounds like I like I've written a poem. And I'm, uh, what was your motivation? Well, I just like pretend you're Mister Rogers and just you know. Yeah. I don't have a I don't have a I have no, I have sneakers, but they're not slip ons. Um I guess Tom Hanks is doing some kind of thing for Mr. Rogers. I saw a commercial about that. Native Pittsburgher. A native Pittsburgher, that's right. Mr. Nice, Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Yeah, him and uh He's a what's, Yinzer. What's it, what was uh, the the guy that did the music? It wasn't Don Costa. Um oh okay. Joe Negri. Uh, no no, Joe Andy Negri Man was some, but there was another guy that did the piano stuff. Oh, I and, don't know. Uh we don't have to uh, I digress. Yeah. So, Negri is a badass, oh, guitar badass guitar player. player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, he really is. Um so I, you know, I had a lot of things to reflect on about the trip. Seaside Heights was one of the, was one of the best days. Cause we just sat on the beach for a long time, enjoyed the hell out of us. And, and it was, it was, uh, uh, nice outside. It was fun. It was, it was just pleasant. And I, and I came up with this three, four thing and, and it, it just sounded like, like I was sitting at the beach on, and having a good time. You know, and it was, it, it's nice. Cause I got, I got a bunch of things in there that, you know the the fly fives on the way down.
1: Yeah, it's very jazzy. Yeah, it is yeah. kind of Fred Rogersy kind of jazzy tune. Yeah, that was the part when I kind of read through it that I really liked was the the walk down that. And
0: this this if if we're getting into discussions about about how how we do this. Because obviously we're bass players; we're not sitting down with, 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 keyboards and horn players and all this other stuff, you know. You, you, but you got to have something that makes sense when you're doing this. I had a few different versions of what that second section was, and the walk down with the with the the, you know, the minor seven dominant seven uh, minor seven dominant seven thing.
1: Yeah, just, ma- just walk per-
0: down. Just made perfect it, sense. Transcends all music. It was real. It was. It's it, in jazz.
1: It's in classical. Well,
0: and, and to to me, outside of all that stuff, it was fun. You know, right. when I, when I got home and I had a chance to hang out with my teacher for a little while, um, we were talking about playing music and, and he was talking about the fact that when you're playing music, it's not that you're a jazz or you're a rock and roll or whatever. When you're playing your parts, you're just trying to make a nice melody. Right. And, and that, that, that was what I was trying to do when I wrote the tone. So and it just reminded me of the beach. I can I can see myself sitting there with a the bass playing on the beach getting sand in the F hole and you know having a grand So to talk. speak. So to speak. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so to speak. Get sand off your G string. Yeah, yeah I, I don't I don't need to be wearing a G string while alone am playing one. Um, so there you go. That's that that's the, the impetus behind this. So you want to put Yeah,
1: so I think we should
0: play this. All right. So uh, let's let's give this a shot. Here it's called Seaside uh, Seaside by the Seaside, seaside by the day—is that what I wrote on there? I don't remember the damn thing. Seaside by the dog. Yeah, no, no dogs. No dogs were seaside for the day. For the day. Type. Seaside for the day. Yeah, there were no dogs hurt in the, in the making of this tune. Here you go. <laughs> kind of fun
1: i really think you you should change the name to seaside of the dog of the dog i don't know i'm just
0: (laughs) seaside of. that's
1: what i'm feeling man seaside dog
0: (laughs) so we we got we got uh we were on the well i i need to save that for the for the for the the rest of the trip the road trip thing so i'm going to save that for later so what do you want to talk about next
1: i want to talk about apollo 11 because
0: 50th anniversary on the 20th
1: very nostalgic for you know people our age because we were kids when astronauts were they were it they were a big deal that was the shit was happening we were we were always
0: watching that stuff whether it was a school and it was the coolest
1: like you know the spacesuits. oh and yeah the landing craft and the helicopters coming to pick these guys in the moon in and of itself and and do you the know rocket when rocket taken off it's just just brings back such vivid memories of my childhood man do, i really enjoyed know, watching some of because a lot of it Channels were playing different things between movies, documentaries, all these different things. And I tried to just soak in as much as I could because it was hot.
0: All right. So, as a witch's tit so last week. I, yes, it was just, hot.
1: I stayed inside and watched some, so watched some uh, you're, you're Apollo 11. You're
0: stuff. 53 going to be 54 in December. Yeah, that's right? correct. That's correct. And I'm 56 going to be 57 in, in November. For me, this is, this is my remembrance of Apollo, Apollo 11. My father goes, get in here! I, like, oh, I, just, I think I had the same experience. Was... Dad, you need to watch this. It's like, I'm, I need I'm to watch playing. one. Yeah, I'm dad. I'm out. I'm like playing with this my is friends. history. He goes, this, this, this is history. You need to watch it. My dad did the same thing. So I was four. I, I sat down. I was six. So I was six, six, going on yeah. seven. Yeah. So it's, it's like I'm sitting here watching right. this, and I'm going. Well, this is neat, but it took so damn long for everything to happen. it was four and a half, you know. So, I was like, by the time, yeah, I'm six. It's like watching Watergate, yeah. Oh, god, <laughs> I watched all that. I watched all. Oh, we, we have we have a conversation about that. Jeez. okay, next you know, week, we, we had a, yeah, we, had, we, had a, we had people a, skip next week's yeah, episode because yeah, yeah. we're talking about oh, Watergate. Watergate. <laughs> I am not a crook, yeah. Um, but the, the, the long and the short of that is that I watched it and I'm mm. seeing all this stuff, and my father is just just, you know, crazy good about this. I'm going. Chris is great. He's on the moon. Can I go now? And he goes, Yeah, okay. sure, go yeah. ahead. You saw, you saw it. You yeah. know, that's fine.
1: I vaguely remember that
0: vaguely. I was four and a half. Yeah, you were. You were still playing in the sandbox. I graduated oh, yeah. to playing with others. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. You know, I think I played hide and go seek more than anything else.
1: Anyway, but that whole era though went on for several well, years. Yeah, I which, mean, I mean, you know, almost
0: every year there was there was a there was a, there was a, a, a space it launch routine. Yeah, and, and you got to the point where you started at least at least as far as I can remember, uh, I forgot that all that shit happened when we got to Apollo thirteen and all that crap happened. Well, it was you, you you really didn't know. I mean, I mean, you knew about it, but it wasn't the same. I mean, you you were people you took know. it for granted. Yeah, you know, we I haven't mean, been back since, which is just crazy. Yeah, but I thought, um, yeah, I do remember. My dad, we went outside to see if we could see see the see the uh, the the lunar the the lunar or them yeah going across the rocket going mm -hmm. across
1: the sky because it's like we should be able to see it in the sky over here because it was dusk.
0: They used to say, "At five o'clock in the afternoon, please go outside and look to the left of the sun." Why? Because <laughs> there's going to be a little dot. If you look and, right into it, you'll burn your eyes out. Yeah, yeah. That's a famous line. I, I'll never forget. I'm, we're going off on a tangent. i have never forget the off the, the, the first. Show. That's right. Well, good. Because we're there. My, my, the first solar eclipse I remember I was, that, that I could remember, it was like 1971 or 72. and My mother wouldn't let us out of the house. Come inside. You have to stay inside. Why?
1: Because you might look at the
0: sun. Because there's a solar eclipse. I'm not going to look at the sun. I just want to go out and play with my friends. Come you know, inside. Come inside and stay inside. And then all of a sudden, it got pitch black out for like what ten minutes or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. And I'm going, Mom, um, why is the sun, the, the sun, the sun gone? She goes, It's a solar eclipse, son. We had a full one a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. I love those things, but but then you get all those craziest things. You buy this twenty dollar thing that's a gizmo that looks like you're you're tanning yourself, and it's got a pinhole, and you can look at the sun. They work. I don't care. I don't want to see that shit. I, I borrowed somebody else's borrowed somebody else yeah they're
1: looking at i uh, couldn't afford it, it It was during work oh i just came outside and there were a bunch of people and some people had the glasses and
0: the little <laughs> gizmo hey man I'm, like, I'm, I'm i'm senior manager sergeant like, herb no. freaking give me that damn thing I was a i'm coming the chief then and <laughs> i think it's like you're just standing there looking
1: and you're trying to look or use your phone to look or use a camera and people are like here want to take a look oh no, thanks man no. no you do hell
0: yeah you do no i don't i can see that Benny. on the damn internet I can see it on the internet, and you know what? It's better definition than me going, I can't, is that a, what is that? Is that a, I can't tell. Is that this a cockroach? Is why
1: your dad said, get in here and watch this. Otherwise, you wouldn't watch it. I'll see it later on high def. I, I'll watch it in high def when
0: you're dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Oops>. So, <laughs> apparently, there's rumor that, or there's, it's, what do you call it? Mythology, not mythology. But oh, 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 urban legend. Urban almost. legend It. Neil Armstrong took something of his daughter, who I think she passed. Oh, really? Her name was Buffy.
0: Okay. Yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
1: No, that was later. Okay. But he took something to the moon of hers. Of hers, I think, and left it. Maybe she didn't pass. I don't know. I'm I'm not an expert.
0: Well, 50 years later, if she was like, this is a
1: time for our disclaimer.
0: We are not. I am
1: not a historian.
0: No, nor do I claim to be. I don't work for NASA. Not yet, at least. I'm (laughs) not an astronaut. Um, I think you're over the age limit.
1: <laughs> I never was an astronaut. Okay. I don't work for NASA. I don't work in the control room. I've never been to Houston.
0: Texas? <laughs> well, like That's it. for
1: the control center. Houston, we have a problem. problem.
0: That was Apollo 13. I'm,
1: I'm, well, work with me here. All right. Yeah. just trying to anyway. let people know that anyway. I am
0: not an expert. Did you stay at a Holiday Inn Express? I did not even stay at a Holiday Inn Express. But their waffles are so good. Anyway, I'm not helping. I'm not an engineer at MIT. <laughs> or TIM, Or an M-T-I
1: at Lackland Air Force Base. I'm none right. of these You're an states. M-T-L, an MTI. I was an M-T-L for yeah, that's about, right. about a year before I became an A-M-T, which is not an A-T-M. Okay? American so let's just music But I'm not qualified to, if you're coming to this podcast for Expert advice. Expert advice or a reference that you know is true. Um you're at the wrong place. <laughs> we play bass.
0: Please please hang up now. Please please put a quarter on and the dial 911. <laughs> dial 911. And-, and please check into your nearest medical <laughs> if this center. This is an emergency. Please hang up. <laughs> please hang up and call 911. Call 911. Fools? Yes. Why would you call the doctor's office
1: at 10 o'clock at night?
0: I'm sorry, they're dead, Jim.
1: You know, the other thing, what's very interesting, and this ties into Area 51 and, um, Aliens in space, the Saturn V rocket. Do you know who developed that? Maury Povich? The guy's name was Warner Von Braun. Is, he was a was Nazi. he a
0: worldwide wrestler?
1: No, he was a Nazi. Oh, okay. He was worse. He's even worse than a is
0: WWF. He the, is he the V rocket guy? Yeah. Look at that. See what I know? Not much. Once again, he is not an expert. Uh, no, I, I can but barely guy, play, I can barely play Jeopardy. This guy was a Nazi who developed long-range travel, but with the V well, rocket, with the V rockets. V rockets were designed for long-range travel. Yeah, well, long-range range bombs. bombs, yeah, yeah, because they were shooting them at London and England from England from from Germany.
1: So we went in, scooped this guy up. He was t- he was in he was in cozy with the big shot Nazis and. Somehow we brought him over here and if you can make it if you make a rocket that helps us get to the moon and And blow we, the shit out. We of won't the, hang you other Russians. Hey, you're good to go. You're good to go We'll it's give like, you a pass so you
0: can go to brazil.
1: There's this book called the uh, uh, operation paperclip Really paperclip? operation. It's it's all about the u.s Trying to get more nazi scientists than the russians well, Written by Anne Annie, can't think of her name. Anne Ryan? No, no, no. She she did another book called Area Fifty One, and she did another book about DARPA, Defense Agency Research Program. They're wow. the ones that are building weapons that are twenty years out.
0: Oh, like like SDI.
1: Before it was, the, yeah. The well, Star before War it was that, yeah. Well, before shit, yeah. Who knows what they're working on now? It probably is. It's probably AI. It's probably AI.
0: Yeah. It's probably they're they're working on Skynet.
1: I think someone told me they're working on an an AI that's that's gaseous. That could be
0: me. That's what I told people. I said, they're working on a smart fart. A smart fart. I could do that now. I don't know why you need to spend any time on that. It's certainly not any money. Just give me some uh, beans. No. I'll be fine. <laughs> but I just
1: thought it was, you know, just so hypocritical. We've got a Nazi building our...
0: Well, he's not building a bomb.
1: Well, he, he's, yeah.
0: Although, who are all those people that built the bomb and, you know, uh, Nola Gay and all those? But that, that, was that was Jake the, and the Fat Man. That right was now. the Manhattan Project. Project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll
1: have to save that for another one. But it's interesting because one of the quotes I saw about, what you know, what, what are astronauts and what are they trained for? And astronauts are trained to be problem solvers. And I thought, that's very interesting because that's what humans are. Well, I think that's our most endearing or most... I think that's the trait that has, lended us, or you know, been the best for us is being a problem solver and fig- figuring things
0: out. So, right, so we're we're gonna go we're gonna go to the the Air Force discussion because we both are. I was in the Air Force. You're still in the Air Force, right?
1: We have a relation. We have a relationship with the Air Force, right? Uh, 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 a pretty long one. <laughs> you know, ties between ties the two. Ties between it's, the two of us. 50, like Fifty years, right?
0: <laughs> so, um, in my mind one of the biggest things that I walked away with from the air force I never really th- sat and thought about this until this discussion I mean really but is the ability to take a situation where whatever the situation is mm-hmm. you are now in the situation the situation drops whatever that is it goes in one direction or another it goes left it goes right it goes up it goes down it goes sideways whatever right. it is you and I have the have the natural ability to say okay Something has happened. It's potentially bad. What are we gonna? That's perfect. Um, I keep I keep thinking of Goodfellas and, and the look on Robert De Niro's face when he decides he's going to kill everybody. If you haven't seen that movie, you're missing out. Anyway, Good one. Um, the uh, uh, the ability to sit down and instantly realize, okay, there's a problem. Something needs to be done, and I don't know about you, I mean, considering you got to be a chief, I would imagine you're farther along this, uh, this than I am, but there was instant discussion about how to fix this problem and analyze it and not look at it and go, oh, shit, the sky's fi- falling. This was more than that. You know, this right. was going, the sky's falling, what do we do? Something has to be done, and we don't, we don't have time to sit and bicker and, and try to figure out how to take care of this. We need to make a decision, and it, it, the ability... Can
1: I talk and, about this with the OODA loop? Did we? OODA loop. We touched on OODA loop before. It's it's um, observe, orient, um, decide, and act. Right. And that's what it is. It's, it's What you're talking about is exactly, it's it's not freeze. It's, it's like, it's like oh shit, the
0: sky's falling. What are we going to do? It's, it's, We're going to fix this.
1: Yeah, there's the, the fight or flight right. thing. And we have to get beyond that. And we've got to push that back, back. And, and go observe what's going on. Orient yourself to the situation. Decide what
0: you're gonna do and, and then actually do it. it. Actually do it. Don't, don't sit there and yeah. have more discussions. And go, well, I think it's a good idea. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Or but that, that goes directly to what you're talking about with the with the Apollo astronauts. These guys were in a situation, look, they're in a lunar module that the entire computer system in there and it can now be fit in your phone. They are sitting there dealing with with, with all these computer technological things that are all over them and, and you and I sit on our phone and go, yep, bing, bang, boom, it's done. And they're trying yeah. to figure out exactly what to do. Yeah. And, and they gotta make decisions based on that.
1: So OODA Loop was um, John Boyd, he was he was a um, Air Force fighter pilot and also worked in the Pentagon. Okay. And he's the one who came up with this this uh, this OODA Loop and, and how that works and how our brain or how we need to orient ourselves. And as a fighter pilot, that's critical. Think about that.
0: You have no choice. You have to make that
1: decision. You've got, first you've got to observe what's going on. Where is the enemy? Is that the enemy?
0: And then how do I act where, about it? Where you know, am
1: I in relationship to the enemy? If, if he's behind me looking at me, that's a different orientation than uh, I'm behind right. him looking at looking at his tail. I'm orienting myself. Okay, now I need to decide can I attack? Well, I don't know. What's you know, and then then you actually act and do whatever go ahead, go ahead. evade or whatever. So but that's just You're taking um, a fighter pilot kind of mentality and applying it to life. Uh, I think he wrote a book. I think he's, or Jaw Boyd. He's either got a book or someone wrote a book about him. But uh, I think what you're talking about is, is, is because you get put in situations where well, you have to even make a in decision. basic training yeah you get put in a situation where you're you want to freak out and you just want to just shut down or whatever and we're actually doing it on purpose to give you you know a little stress you can get through this and then we're gonna give you some more a little more and give you a little more you know sometimes it is distress but sometimes it's it's you stress and eventually that gets you to where you need to be how you need to be thinking Orienting. It's like when you know mom passed out in the bathroom. Right. And we gotta get in there.
0: Someone's gotta have cooler heads have to prevail. Well not not only that, but but you're but you're always in those situations, you're always four to five steps ahead. You have to break into the bathroom because mom's in there, but then you have to realize that once you get in there, somebody like you broke into the bathroom and Chelsea comes in there because she's a nurse and helps. Because as much as you know about all that stuff, yeah, she's, she's she's an expert. Calling
1: 911 when she's calling nine one one. She's calling you're doing that, and all these things are see happening if she's in real time. Everything. Right, yeah, right. They're yeah. all
0: happening in real time. Yeah. But but there's so many people that I and you know I credit the Air Force for it. I'm, I'm sure there's other there's other venues and people that for, sure. for sure. But I'm looking at this going. There are a lot of people in the world that when shit happens, they go Hightail it out of or high tail it out or freeze or not do, not do anything. Yeah. I remember that as a kid. Where things happen, people freak like, out,
1: people freak out.
0: Well, ah! I, I, my my, uh, it's it sounds silly, but my uh, uh, little league baseball uh, coach was walking onto the side of the uh, of the of the batting cage, and he got hit by a foul, foul ball, clipped him in the in the uh, mouth, mm-hmm. give him, him a nice you know uh, broken broken lip, and he fell down and he was out. I'm out in right field going, what the? Oh, no, left left field going. What the hell? And I'm, we're all standing there like, what the hell's going on? That's a natural reaction. Sure, sure. That that, that disbelief or, 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 or whatever. You just want to ignore it. Like, yeah, it, it'll, it'll go somebody, away. You, you know? see somebody
1: fall and you go, I, uh, I'm sure they're okay. I don't want to. I don't want to go you, up and did, help them. God forbid I should help did, them. As you get older or as you, you know, like I think the Air Force does kind of make you take responsibility. I think so, I think so for, too. For whatever. Right. And it's like, I can't just walk by this. You can't if just sit there and I'm watch it. I'm going to fight my human nature, and I'm going to go over there and say, are you okay? okay? And
0: if they say, I'm going to get up and find them and say, hey, maybe you're not. Right. Maybe you should you just know? sit there for I know you're
1: and embarrassed. Collect
0: your thoughts. I, oh, this, oh, this was so funny. He got hit, and he, he did like a thing where he, he, his legs went out from under him, and he looks like he just sat down and fell. And, I'm, and we're all sitting there going, what the hell is that? That's crazy. Yeah, when somebody like that falls and you look at them and you watch them and it's unnatural to see them fall and you just sit there stymied going, what do I do? And and the other There's bad There's a thing. lot
1: of emotions. It part of it's you're embarrassed for them.
0: Yeah. Part of it's your, I don't want to get involved. Part of it is we didn't like the dude. The dude was <laughs> kind of a bastard. So when he got hit, we're all going, oh, dude, he's down. And then we're like, one of us should go over there and check on him. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to do it. No, you're going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I mean, I was like out in in left field so it, dude, I started running up coaches. running up to check him. I mean, he was he turned out to be a nice guy, but but the 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 point of it is is that when that happened like that, you're instantly struck about Whoa, what happened? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you just sit there for a minute. And sometimes that feeling is kind of cool because you're like taking it in and like the earth stops and you see all this stuff happening and everything's moving like the six million dollar man. Da, 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 da. You know, yeah, it's real yeah, slow. Yeah. But then when you when it comes to reality and you get struck into the point where you realize what's going on, you're going, I need to do something. Now we, yeah. yeah um, now, now, oh, you over there. Go help him, <laughs> please. Somebody check on that boy. Yeah. I fell again. What?
1: <laughs> I was running. <laughs> you know. I either need new shoes. I, I, I need a, a new leg. career. <laughs> I need to quit. Maybe I need to quit running. You
0: need to stop running, 53. dude. Well, I have to run. I got a test. Well, you got a test. How many more tests do you think you got? Three? Two? It
1: depends on how well I do. If if I do really well. Yeah. If I get a 90%
0: or above higher. you.
1: Then I only have to do it annually. So, yeah, I'd probably have. Two more. This one, yeah, two or three after this one, but
0: it's getting harder and harder because I'm I'm getting I, older and older. Trust me, I'm three years older than you. I know. It's not fun.
1: It's not fun, but it's really good for me.
0: Oh yeah, that's I'm absolutely. Motivated. Good for I'm it's, motivated. So all right. So how did how did you fall, Jr.?
1: <laughs> Same thing. It's uneven pavement. Left foot clipped, clipped the uh, like trees grow under these yeah. stupid walks.
0: Right. So so they're all uneven because and, of. It.
1: I'm not, I'm, I'm listening to Pat Travers, man,
0: snorting whiskey
1: and drinking cocaine, falling flat and, in my ass. <laughs> and, and I know this is the funny part. This time I know as I'm running up the hill on the sidewalk on the other side of the street, someone is backing in their pickup truck. Oh, and I boy. know for a fact they saw me go down. I went down. It was a yard sale again <laughs> yeah. and I managed, I managed to roll. I like went down. And like hit this, sh- my left shoulder, and so you, tumbled. So those, over. those
0: five those five jumps that you made from an airplane. I'm
1: not even kidding, dude. That's real. That training kicks in. It's like you have to learn how to fall gracefully. Uh, Otherwise, I could have broke a wrist. Uh, I could have broke a shoulder. I could have been back in the emer- emergency room like I was last time. So I think uh, that training the saved PLF, your bacon. PLF, parachute, landing, fall. They teach you how to fall gracefully.
0: If, if you don't get out of the Air Force and learn not to use an acronyms anymore, I'll be surprised. I'm good with acronyms. I know. I'm GTG. GT, good. Good to go. Yep. Yeah. Oh, God. I, now I know. Look at. Stop. Stop now. <laughs> so
1: tomorrow, I'm going to wear my third iteration of utility uniform. Came in with the BDU. Oh. Right. Went to the which, ABU. Yeah, now I'm going to OCP.
0: Other colored other, people?
1: Other, <laughs> I don't, Other color pattern.
0: Color pattern. Opposite color pattern.
1: <laughs> Operational okay. camouflage well, pattern.
0: Well, I, I came in. It's in, an army uniform. I came in in greens. Oh, did you? To, you went, had oh, the I fatigues. Had I had fatigues. So
1: you did three.
0: I did three. That's, that's the rule. <laughs> that means you have to go before you get to the next one.
1: Oh, there's yeah. no doubt about that. Yeah, different.
0: you have to go because... I I, were, I did I did fatigues.
1: That's was the preferred pajamas of Fidel Castro.
0: That's right. It was preferred That's pajamas me. of me. I did it <laughs> fantastic. Um, and then I, I went to, to give me some of those. Well, I went to uh, ca- the camouflage the A- battle dress ba- ba- uniform, battle BDU's, right. And then I never made it to the ABUs, but the ABUs they they paid me money to start getting them. I'm going. I'm retiring in like like six months. What the hell? I
1: I I could almost make it. You know, I could. It's What's it like, like a two year thing? 2021. Right. If I want to get to 30, it's 2022. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be the last guy walking around.
0: Oh, no. You get, you get looked at. Is it cheap. You Come get on. looked at at a brown shoe if you do that. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah. Well, back in the day. when I'm they had, not that guy. No. When they had the, green, the, the greens, they had the 1505s, which were the blue ones. that <clears throat> were still in existence. I couldn't get any because I would have got one. Yeah. Those are cool. Those look like you belong to Jiffy Lube or something. Can <laughs> I, didn't didn't I say like that out loud? Like in the Navy. Yeah. Well, no, you didn't look like a seaman. No. So to, speak. Uh, so to speak. yeah, Or in real life. yeah.
1: So, okay. I think we need another tune.
0: Oh, what are we going to play? Um, did, wait minute. did minute. Did you write any tunes, JR? Let me break
1: out what I... Uh, hold on. Let me look here. Hold on. Oh, uh, hold on. Let me look through my papers here. Oh, jeez. I didn't happen to write anything. Did you write anything
0: else for me? i i I have like six, but I have like a couple more
1: well let's what 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 did you bring that we could
0: where where are we in our, our, our quest for all this stuff are we talking about oh we would have been talking about uh uh the road trip that I went on oh the road trip yeah so i I did write a song based on that called road trip and it's it's a little fast and it's a, it's a little furious and it's a it's a little confusing at the at the end uh,
1: Okay, so every week you bring in these tunes, and there's always one where I go, "Oh, you motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I, what I am I honestly, supposed to do here? And I can't like, how am I supposed to like figure out how to? Uh, I love this. Uh, uh, On first glance, I'm like, this gonna be fun, but it's gonna be hard.
0: Yeah, that one's that one's got, is, got some got some, some tempo to it.
1: Well, yeah. it's beyond the tempo, the,
0: the the changes,
1: the the harmony create some challenges for my ability once again this is probably my only expertise (laughs) I'm not a surgeon
0: and he did stay at a a Holiday Inn Express and got some waffles last night
1: yeah for this I I could have claimed to have stayed there but I'll give you like a little I I want to do like some kind of play are you on yeah play okay like a it's it's like a latin thing so i want to do like a but i'm not a real latin i'm not i'm not a flamenco guitar player so maybe i'll I'll do like a robert my robert Fripp impersonation the guy from king crimson he does a lot of you know just try to get out there get weird and let you play the yeah Yeah.
0: Okay. It's it was it was a fun tune. It, the, the, we can talk about it after we play the tune. But the, the, I, the road trip was I, was it's interesting. It's
1: so bumpy and crazy. I know that the Pennsylvania Turnpike had to be the impetus. Oh God. For writing this that thing. was
0: that was the mainstay of it. But there's a lot there's a lot of nuance 70, to all this. Oh, is Seventies murder. It's it, it begs for 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 somebody to complain. Just yeah.
1: move over about five miles and build a new road please oh, for the love of
0: god is, there's, there's 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 just farmland thing. for most of that damn no shit. kidding it's you know like it's, it's, it's it's not i mean when you get to you know pittsburgh okay fine but you know and, and when you get to harrisburg even then you can get to the the tunnels and you're still you know oh the, t- the tunnels are fun i i have stories about that too Oh, geez. So, All right, yeah. let's, let's get on the road let's go on a
1: road trip with benny's tune okay here ro- we ro-
0: here we go
1: road trip Thank <music>
0: The trip yeah, if you didn 't understand that that Pennsylvania Turnpike Pike by playing that tone, nobody will <laughs> I, I, I just those kind of things when they happen like that it 's perfect because I get done and i don 't usually give a name to it and i 'm not really thinking about that stuff, right and then you go this 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 needs a name oh, this is perfect it 's all about the road trip, dude you know everything was about the road trip, so with that in mind. I'm now in a van with four of the people I love. And we're driving on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. And I drove most of the way.
1: What and kind I, of vehicle are you in? What kind uh, of van? A
0: Grand cars? Caravan Dodge. A Dodge Grand Caravan. Oh, yeah, caravan. yeah. Those which, are nice. they i, I got to be honest, it was a nice vehicle. I'm not that's, a soccer mom, nor do I play one on TV, but that was a damn nice that's vehicle. A,
1: that's a great vehicle. I mean, if you can get past your um, ego, yeah, you can fit some upright base and gear and comfortable
0: comfortable and seats they got lubber supports all that sort of stuff it's fantastic yeah fan-freaking-tastic so um the problem is is that when you're driving and i'm sure you know this with driving with a big family you can get somebody else to help but the other people in the back they're basically just picking their teeth and waiting for the next stop or whatever Yes. So sleeping. Yeah. You know, like I'm looking back going, these people have no idea how much effort I'm putting into driving. They're sleeping. Their eyes are closed.
1: It reminds me of uh, Chevy Chase. And oh, vacation! Everyone's
0: sleeping. <laughs> everybody's, everybody's sleeping. He's, he's, he's flirting with
1: the girl we He's watching Christy Brinkley. Yeah, yeah, he drives off the road. Yeah, that's that's Vinny.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. In I, the minivan, yeah. in the van, in a in a family van. truckster, in, in, a, in a damn damn. He's in the family market. truckster. So the, the the best thing is, is we get to these rest stops, and you know how that is. When you're driving, you have a certain amount of time before you know you're going to lose whatever however, ever tiredness or whatever, you can't drive anymore, right? Now I can rely on Chrissy, Chrissy Chrissy is a great driver, and I did on the way home. But we get to a rest stop and my mother looks at me, my mother-in-law looks at me and she goes, I'm gonna walk around. Well, first of all, where? Second of all, I hope how not, long? I
1: hope there's not two-foot waves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the
0: rest of them. That'd, be, that'd, be, be, the, going that'd down. be the next damn thing. Just kidding, but, Connie. It's all good. It's all good, Connie. She's, she's looking at me going, what is he saying? But the, the, the point of this is that I'm having a hard time. You know, I need to get where I'm going. I don't need to be burned out at, at hour seven. And Connie goes, I just need to walk around. No, you don't. You know, she probably does. so. Well, she does, but no, she doesn't, you know. <laughs> right. But th- then the other thing is about about this is, is she's trying to get into the van. Now, I have a Mini Cooper. Her getting into my Mini Cooper is probably the easiest car to get into because all she has to do is pretty much fall? Speed,
1: Well, fall, into, sit down. One like, of the two. It's like getting in a vet. You have to right. fall into it. You just
0: fall in it. And, and it's perfect. And getting out is really easy. I just grab her hand and pull her get into a van. She's got to get up like three and a half feet to get into the damn thing. So there, there's multiple times where I'm trying to help my mother-in-law get in the car and I push body parts and I'm afraid I touched. I, it's like, mom, I think I grabbed your ass. You need to get in the car. You know, I finally, I was picking, I was picking up her legs. (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I am just saying, you know, and she looked at me and she goes, I'm sorry. I said, just throw your leg up in there, you know, and I'm picking up her leg like it's. She wasn't sorry. She, oh, my she God. Enjoyed it. Yeah, it probably did. Chase says, you know, are we going out on another ride? No, Mom, we're done. You know, you're, you're getting in the car. We, but
1: We rented a Ford Expedition XL when we were in Maine. Damn. And we had to get my mother-in-law in there. And it's, you know, she's late 80s. Mm-hmm. It's
0: like. This makes for a, for, it makes for a long trip. And it makes for a trip where, like, like everybody does things in shifts. So, like, we stop, and I go, okay, we're stopping. And what's supposed to happen is if mom's staying in the car, somebody stays with mom, and everybody goes to the bathroom. Well, Vinny goes to the bathroom pretty fast. For the most part, Chrissy goes to the bathroom pretty fast. Tara... You swear she's got a disrobe, you know, like she's taking off clothes shower. from from the, you know, and shower and powder. Like, oh, my God. What are you doing? <laughs> You're <laughs> making your makeup. Well, and then we stop at places where they have like little <laughs> gift shops. Change
1: your outfit.
0: She's, she's looking at the stuff in the gift shop as if she's never seen a gift shop before. The best one. And I'm sorry, Tara. I'm, if you listen to this, she's I, I'm pulling on your your, your chain, but it, it didn't matter. We get to a rest stop in Pennsylvania. Now we're in Pennsylvania. Okay, we're not. We're not in in Maine or Massachusetts. Or, Somewhere exotic. Somewhere exotic. We're in freaking Pennsylvania. She goes up to the counter and she goes, "I just want to get a couple uh, a couple uh, um, souvenirs because I'm not from around here." And the guy goes, "Okay, where are you from? Ohio." <laughs> Jesus Christ! It makes it sound like she's from London, England. You know, um, Ohio and Pennsylvania oh, well, share a border. Maybe you should
1: get something that's from the Amish.
0: Oh, never mind. They're there. They're there too. Oh, they're you know, I mean, a, oh, yeah. no, they're there. They're too. there. I don't know what you're what oh. you're looking for. You know, just get back in the damn van. You know, she oh, she should have got a Steelers t shirt. That Well, really we 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 didn't we didn't stop up up that far. We were by by the time we were on the turnpike, we were far enough away. Although they got, I guess they did have some Steelers stuff. They have Steelers stuff yeah. in every. Stop. Yeah, you know, every got, country, I got, I got my every county. I got my obligatory Eagles stuff when I was home. Of the world. Yeah, I got I got my obligatory Eagles. Steeler Nation. Eagles. We're
1: firing up. Matter of fact, today was won. the won. first day of
0: training camp. Training think, camp, right? yeah. yeah. Who, who's the last team to, in Pennsylvania to win the Super Bowl? Oh, might
1: have been the Eagles. Yeah, it might have been the Eagles. Who did they beat?
0: They beat the Pats. So I don't feel so bad about I, that. I see you should feel it really good about hurt that. Feeling. I really, I really wish that it was Sorry, the Eagles Lisa. and the. Steelers. That would be a great one. Someday, someday. Someday. Maybe this year. Maybe this year. You know, there were
1: the Steagles once
0: the Steagles.
1: Yeah. It was a combination of the Steelers and Eagles. It was world war two and they didn't have enough. Oh, they didn't men. have a pet. Oh, so what they did was they combined um, Philly and Pittsburgh combined to be one team and they were called
0: the Steagles. The
1: Steagles. Yeah. yeah. See,
0: well, there you go. It's something I didn't uh, know. We're two Pennsylvanians. That's right. We can get along. We, get, we definitely get along. Um, So the the road trip stuff was, that was mainly the, the, the gist of it. But by the time I got home, I was ready. Every, every, everything never, it never worked out when you were, I'm sure with your kids, it's the same way. One person has to go to the bathroom. One person wants something to eat. One person doesn't want to, wants to keep driving. And you look at it and go, I don't really give a shit what you all want. I'm the one in the car driving. I've got a road
1: trip Sunday. Where are you going Sunday? Beckley, West Virginia. On purpose? Business For business.
0: Oh, for business. Air
1: Force Band business. Oh,
0: okay. You're not driving though, are you? I'm not flying. That's for... Well, you're in the car, in the van, but you know, you passed the... I'm taking a turn at the wheel, are you?
1: I'm thinking about taking my motorcycle. Oh. p o. Oh. P-O-M. Privately on a motorcycle. That'd be nice. It's like five hours. It's a nice drive. Nice five-hour drive. What's what's
0: the weather supposed to be like? It's
1: supposed to be nice. You well, hot, that. but if you're if you're moving on the bike, it don't bother. you. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm really you thinking about. You should do that. It. I'm, I'm seriously considering. i haven't totally seen it.
0: Well, on top of the fact that and no, no offense to anybody in the Air Force, you know, band program now, but nobody wants to stay in a van with somebody for five and a half hours. I don't care who. You nobody are.
1: wants to be in a van period for five. Well, hours. there you
0: go. You know, and that's the only way you you're know? getting okay. there unless you have a POM.
1: Yeah, so, no, I'm thinking about it. We do it. Won't use a lot of I'm gas. Due. I'm due. Yeah, I'm due for. I'm due for like a trip on a bike. So. More to follow. I'll let you know next week. All right.
0: You have to let me know because that sounds like it's fun. Yep. Okay. On to our next subject. <laughs> Jair's over there going, I don't believe we're oh.
1: here. Well, like I said, you, you write these songs and geez, kicking my
0: butt. I still have something that we haven't done yet. We'll get to that. We've got time. It's not that like the podcast is going on hiatus so, or something.
1: You know, there's one thing. It's like riding in a van hey. Riding on a motorcycle, but there's also riding on a Greyhound bus.
0: Oh. <laughs> <one of> <laughs> I know where this is going.
1: <laughs> but before we go any further, before we go there.
0: Mike, this is for, this is for you. Oh, that was a good one. Nice and slow.
1: I could feel that one coming. Man.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm drinking wine. Otherwise, I do the same thing.
1: No. And I'm drinking beer tonight. Yeah. So.
0: That's all right. I, I can open my Coke Zero later, but it's just not the same.
1: I've got an ultra. I'm trying to. Cut down on the calories.
0: Well, you've got running to do, with, yeah. and, or falling, depending on how. I have some, <laughs> I have I have some falling to do. Some, I've got a date with pavement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful, Jerry. What did you do last night? I fell. <laughs> Skim my knee. Yeah, Skim my knee. Don't don't you do that when right you're twelve? Shut up, man. That's what I do. It's it's my midlife crisis. When I'm training, if, <laughs> if you're not falling, you're not training. <laughs> training. I get out there and trip. If there's no blood, you're not you're not doing any training
1: you don't trip, you're not going to get ripped. Come That's on now. It.
0: So are, are we sharing the, the sagas of MJ? Have we, have we got to That's, this time? I
1: think that was the dovetail. Dovetail into that? Yes. The transition. <sighs> so MJ, last we heard on the adventures of MJ, on our, on our last episode of the adventures of MJ, MJ had taken a Greyhound bus. He traveled across the country and he had made it all the way. To the country of Texas.
0: (laughs) The city of Pflugerville. I
1: forgot about
0: Pflugerville. Or or, or as far as I'm concerned, it's Hooterville. Hooterville. So so I'm sitting on the couch with Chrissy. It's like a country song. (laughs) Sitting on a couch with Chrissy and MJ Texas from Texas. Oh, God. So I'm sitting there. I can't do this. I can't do this. So Chrissy just hands me the phone and says, look at this. Oh, no. What is this? We've got four kids total. Something has happened to somebody. MJ says, I don't want to be here. Send me the money to come home. (laughs) And I'm going, mother...
2: What <laughs> the
0: Give best. Best. So, it another couple days. So I, I, I get on, I get on the calendar before we have a chance to talk to him, and I go, it's been sixteen god blessed days, and he wants to come home. Two weeks and two days. Two. It wasn't two weeks and days. It was sixteen damn days. Sixteen. Well, I guess it is two weeks and two days. Actually, <laughs> I never. Mind. At this point, I just wanted to stop. I just wanted to stop. Check my math, Oh yeah, he's right. It's like, what? It's no, it is two. It's, no, it's, too it's weeks. only f- sixteen days. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, I look at Chrissy and I go, "Now what?" And she goes, "Well, let me talk to him." Oh, even better. Oh Lord. So we get him on the phone, and he is walking from Hooterville, A.K.A. Pflugerville to Austin, Texas, to the bus. Because he and his girlfriend have had enough and they've split. So while he's talking on the phone, I'm Googling how far it is from Pflugerville to to Austin. It's 19 minutes by car. Oh, Jesus. By, By walking with feet, it's three hours and 31 minutes. Yeah. And he's looking at this thing going, no, no problem. I'll just walk down there. Everything's fine. I know I screwed up. Well, I don't care if you screwed up or not. You're walking, and you hear the cars whizzing by him, and Chrissy's going, "Are you on the highway?" "No, I'm on a sidewalk." "Yeah, I don't think so." <laughs> so we're now going. What do we do now? And he goes, well, "Just send, just send me my money. Just send me my money." So we're we. I go, "Okay, Chris, we have to figure this out." She goes, "Okay, I'll get off the phone." So she gets off the phone, and I'm going, "Well, we did." What are we going to do? She goes, well, we did promise him that we'd send him. Money. Yeah, that's fine. But he's walking. It's going to take him three hours to get to Austin to the bus. We need to get him on an Uber or something. Yeah. Something for God's sakes. Yeah. And he needs some food because he has no money. Not he's pissed off, of his money. on of over something. I don't know, whatever. So we get back on the phone with him and say, all right, we're going to send you money for an Uber. Call an Uber. Now we'll send you the money. We'll send you the money for a, um, uh, damn uh, bus meal. ticket oh, uh, and then some meal, something to eat. So he sent him about 280 bucks. So he's figuring this out. And as we're talking to him, we're trying to find out what the deal is with his, with his girlfriend. And he said, my girlfriend was just, she wasn't very good. She was going out with all these other guys and wearing lacy underwear. And I'm like, this doesn't, this makes perfect sense for him. And she says, I'm, and in the process of everything else, he's, um, he's he's decided that she's got suicidal tendencies and so he said, Well if you're I'm depressing you, I'm leaving. What's that got to do with anything? You you know, if you're leaving, you're leaving. And then he then he says the classic line, Well, I left some um, of my stuff there. Like what stuff does he even have? Well, like dirty clothes. clothes. Yeah. So I, I I've determined that, that MJ's quest is to become the Johnny Appleseed of clothes. So <laughs> yeah, everywhere he is. goes, he leaves some dirty clothes. Why would you leave clothes at your girlfriend's house that you don't want to be with anymore and you're walking away to get a bus? Because you don't like those clothes. Apparently not. They're bad luck They're clothes. They're bad luck clothes, I guess. They're, They're something. They were doomed. If they were doomed from the start. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I can't blame the kid.
0: Well, I can. <laughs> but, but after all that, he comes home. So it's, a, it's about a one and a half day, 28 hours, 29. It's a, it's a, it's a long ride. Right. So he gets home. Now I remind mm-hmm. you, we've told him you can't come to the house. You decided to leave, it's your choice. You're gonna have so to So once he it out. was
1: out of the house, you were like
0: That's it. You're done. I mean that, in Chrissy's attitude, every every kid that left the house on their own volition were not allowed to come back. Wow. Yeah, she's she's when it comes to that, she's Johnny badass. You know, she's <laughs> not she's not wasting any <laughs> time. So well. MJ comes back he made his bed. He made his bed. Now he's going to sleep in it. With that in mind. Uh, well, not with, his bed. With, with that in mind.
1: some bed.
0: Somebody's bed. His bed. With, with that in mind, he now comes he back. He left his bed. He comes back to, to uh, Ohio, and he now is staying with a friend. But well,
1: that's on, nice.
0: on Wednesday, when we're supposed to leave to go to Pennsylvania, one of his buddies, who's responsible and nice and smart and all this other stuff, lives down a couple doors down. He's coming over to watch Dallas Now we left at about 10 30. On, Which is the dog. The dog. That's right. We left about 10 30 on Wednesday and, um, uh, Ned wasn't supposed to be there till six cause he was doing a college thing like an orientation. So Ned calls Chrissy about three o'clock and says, um, we have a problem. And she goes, what's the problem? And she goes, MJ's in the house with a girl. And he's Snapchatting pictures of him and the girl on the internet. I
1: wonder if she also had
0: lacy underwear. (laughs) So
1: how did he get in the house?
0: MJ had a way to get in the house by breaking into the kitchen window. He ripped the screen and he jimmied the window to get in. We didn't know that right away. Oh, okay. Chrissy called him and said, I don't care who you're with or what you're doing. Get the hell out of the house or I'm calling the cops and you're going to be charged with breaking and entering, which is the smartest thing that she said.
2: Yeah.
0: In the meantime, he said he was out. MJ came, uh, uh, Ned came in and figured out how he got into the house. So I unplugged the garage before I left. So he couldn't get in through the garage. Garage mm. is still unplugged. He does not have a key. And I took Dow sticks and I cut the Dow sticks or had the Ace Hardware cut the the Dow sticks to about 22 inches or whatever it was to block the window window from opening. opening. So there's no way he's going to get in now. But while we're on the road, literally hours into my road trip, trying to figure out what the. Yes, the road trip. Yes, he is. He is broken into the house and tried to, I don't know, have his way with a girl in his room.
1: Well, that was an excellent chapter in the adventures of
0: MJ. I'm sure the chapter's not done.
1: Well, we'll just go to the next chapter.
0: Yeah, I'm sure there'll the be the next chapter.
1: The book is just compiling.
0: We've got a novella turning into a novel waiting for it all to happen. And I'm sitting there in the entire time. Well, that, the, the last part of this, he came over to the house the other day because he asked his mom if he could get the TV out of his house. And and she took it over to his to the place that he's staying, and then he forgot his he forgot his remote controls, so he came back to get the remote controls. Now MJ is trying to be compliant and nice. He goes, "Mommy, is there anything I can do for you? Can I get you a soda? Can I get you this? Can I get you that?" Mom's no, no, I don't need anything. And she, Vinny, how about you? Can I get you? No, I'm fine. I'm thinking, just get out. You know, it's time for you to leave. So last thing he says, his one job when he was work when he was in the house was to take out the trash every Sunday. Not a hard thing to do. Put the trash in the trash can. right? Easy to forget. Easy it, it, to
1: forget when you're, you know, 19. When, when
0: you're 19 and stupid. I mean, not not really <laughs> smart. Um, so MJ offers to take out the trash on his way out. He leaves the house. And Chrissy isn't feeling well. She was doing the roller coasters at Hershey Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she was having the back thing. And and she she's laying there. And I walk over to the window about 20 minutes after MJ leaves. And I look out and I go, Chrissy, didn't MJ say he was going to take out the trash? She goes, yeah, why? I said, he didn't. And I'm thinking, this is like the perfect bullshit thing to do on the way out. You you stay away from the house, then you come back into the house, and you're trying to ingratiate yourself, and you say, oh, take out the trash, and you don't. So yesterday was MJ's birthday. Chrissy took MJ out. And Chrissy called him on it. She goes, well, it was apparently we have a miscommunication. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm going to take out the trash, and then you don't? I miscommunicated when I said. when I, I said,
1: was- hold Now, listen. when I said, I was going to. Take out the trash. I, I, I meant not this week, <laughs> not,
0: not anytime or,
1: soon, or ever, ever. So I don't know how you misunderstood
0: that. It was obviously your problem that because you, this. you have a communication problem. Yeah, you you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Oh my god. Well, hold on. No, you, I'm sorry. I just lost something. I did a little. Everybody. So I'm looping for the llama. <laughs> You know, I, loopers, you know, a jock, a caddy. I I swear, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I wish him well. I hope he finds a job. I hope he figures out what he's supposed to do with his life.
1: Flowing robes. Oh, my
0: God. He might as well be. The llama. He might as well be working for Caddy Shack. Big hitter, the llama. <laughs> llama. Big hitter. So, <laughs> big hitter. So He said when you die, you'll get total consciousness. <laughs> total, is it total consciousness or total enlightenment? Should we get you the eighteenth <laughs> hole?" I say, hey,
1: (laughs) Llama. How about something for my effort? How about you (laughs) know? Something for the effort. And he says to me, there will be no money, but on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. So I I got got that going going for for me, which is nice. nice. Maybe (laughs) MJ should get into like lawn care or he wants,
0: according oh. according to him, he wants to do blue collar labor, and that's one of the things he wants to do. He won't cut our goddamn line, <laughs> but he wants to do it for somebody else. He's coming, Keith.
1: Keith's doing it, man. He, Keith <laughs> is living the Caddyshack dream. Dream,
0: yeah. He's he probably going after grass. the golfers. <laughs> <laughs> Not the golfers, the golfers. <laughs> you hey, me crazy, buddy, but if I kill all the golfers, they'll, they'll lock me up and we'll throw away the keys. Not the golfers, the golfers. <laughs> Stupid foreigner. Stupid foreigner. Oh, my God. So, so the the MJ, if you're listening to this, find something to do. Oh, Mrs. Green. <laughs> no, don't do that. He'll be, oh, doing, he'll be doing that with Snapchat. Oh, uh, don't do
1: you're,
0: that. You're... you're... <laughs> don't, do, don't do it. Stop now. <laughs> Save me from spitting my wine at you. Oh, my God. <sighs>
1: Carl, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> Nothing. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: yeah. Oh my god.
1: So, yeah.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how so what do you say there. to that? Yeah. Woo! Yeah, that's it.
1: Fantastic. Uh, and yeah. The Adventures of MJ, we we're, we're going to have to write a song that goes with every episode of <laughs> Adventures of MJ. Well, well, don't we don't we have
0: we do we have one for
1: him? I don't I know. know if we do or not. We're going to have to dig that up.
0: Yeah, cuz I got I got gone, but we did we did we haven't
1: done gone. We
0: haven't done gone yet. Maybe that's it. That's it. Ken said, yeah. yeah.
1: Let's pull that. We've got another tune. Courtesy of Mr. Vinnie Marshall. This is a um This is a very cool tune. As I'm looking at it. Yeah. I'd almost call it a
2: shuffle. That's so my swing. Yeah. Huh. Yeah.
1: There it is. That's it. Perfect tune. Well, we, we, it's ironic that we would use this after talking about MJ because he's no longer he's,
0: gone. He's not really gone. He's called back, back. Well, well, the, the, I think the tune should be called "Gone." In parentheses, it says "really back." <laughs> he's back now. I'm back. Back. Oh, stand back, please stand back. So maybe we should play that now.
1: It would seem it's that time.
0: All right, here we go.
1: Um, so I always like to talk about the tunes a little bit Oh yeah, 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 so, let's talk about it um, Consider Me Gone from Sting is from Dream of the Blue Turtles right. and it has this minor do, shuffle, it's kind of a shuffly kind of feel because I think that tune is like
0: That's kind of the genesis, or, or at least a little foundation. That, that was the foundation of the whole thing when I did, when I did it. Yeah, I was, I was trying. I was trying to find something that was was like that. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I wrote another song that I don't think we've done yet. It's called "It's Probably Sting," you know? <laughs> and it was supposed to be kind of like "It's Probably Me," but it really wasn't. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah, but we, we, we can do that another time. But the, but the, the, this this one, the "Consider Me Gone" was the impetus toward this thing. I just wanted this nice little nice groove. Like if we had a drummer, be sitting there going "Dangs" and. Zang, zang. You know, I mean, just, just, just nice little line with it, and having some fun. But it, it doesn't. It's not really busy. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty simple. It's not. It's not. So the
1: bridge you go down like a major third to see dominant, which is interesting. Usually, we end up on a fourth. We we go to the four chord somewhere. Not here though. You decided to go to like a. A dominant six Just sound Kind of like thing. a
0: dominant six yeah. to me. Yeah.
1: And then drops right back to E minor. Yeah. yeah. It works. It's striking. It's like
0: the Dalai Lama. The flowing robes.
1: Very striking.
0: <laughs> Pinch drinking. <laughs> That's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> pond works good for you. <laughs> Pull the pond. But that was good for you. Lacey underalls. Can I get a ruling here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're all right. Go ahead, play through. Miss it. Miss, Miss it. it. Noonan. 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 Miss it. That's beautiful. All Thanks right. for nothing, Danny Noonan. <laughs> <laughs> Noonan. So let's let's play Gone.
2: Thank mm-hmm. you.
0: Consider me gone Consider me gone consider me gone consider me
2: gone
0: nice Wow so you owe us some tunes, Jr. I know. <laughs> yeah. You're going to start getting get, getting hate mail. Vinny <laughs> writes all the tunes and I don't like them. You need to write something.
1: <laughs> Trust me.
0: Careful what you wish for, my friends. Careful what you wish for. There it goes. I've got 32 tunes. What? <laughs> I just sat up really. I was on my motorcycle. If you don't like Vinny's tunes, what makes you think <laughs> for one moment? So gonna be any better. That my tunes are going to be any oh, better. Oh, that's beautiful. That's uh, beautiful. Yeah. And if you like the tunes, please send money to Vinny.marshall.
1: At, at bass.com.
0: At bass.com. Uglybassplayer.com.
1: Uglybassplayer.com. <laughs> oh, we should we should come up with that. That'd be good.
0: That there's actually there was actually a site at one point in time called uglybassplayer dot com. They had they, they had swag and shit. I got some. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, the guy it's probably no longer even viable. You know, so maybe we can just call us uh, two old bass players or something. I saw
1: a video. It was a spoof, and it was like a bunch of bass players at a convention
0: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, they were talking about, it. and no more playing playing funk lines on ballads. Yes. You know what I 'm talking about. you over there in the third row, yeah, you with the long hair, <laughs> yeah, stop doing that. <laughs> I remember that, that we're crazy. here to talk about bass playing, not all this noodling stuff that everybody else does
1: oh, that 's funny, all right we've got time for one more quick segment. Spider things, which we like to talk about food,
0: oh yeah, 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 drink, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: whatever. And um, you have an idea, or you have a addition for us. I
0: have, a, I do have an addition for us. Last night, um, on a on a regular basis, I go to Franco's restaurant in downtown Dayton. Franco's restaurant has been around for a long time. They're they're great um, uh, Italian restaurant. I my wedding re- wedding rehearsal dinner was there. We had a great time. So we go there every Tuesday night with a group called the Iced Tea Club because we all drink iced tea. You know, it's Jim Smith and uh, uh, another uh, piano player named Eric Sedan, And we, we sit there and play and have a grand old time. No, we don't play. I mean, we talk. But last night they had a summer, uh, summer dinner special. For 20 bucks, you got a three-course three meal. Three-course meal was, I didn't want a salad because I just didn't want a salad. So they gave us this focaccia bread with some sauce and one meatball. Ugh. Wonderful, fantastic. It was just enough to be to be happy, but not enough to be a meal. Right. And then for dinner, I've been eating their ravioli. I like their meat ravioli, but I haven't had any of their cheese ravioli. So they had cheese ravioli with marinara sauce. Again, fantastic. I love their sauce. They make some really good marinara sauce. Um, Franco's, the, the owner, the original owner, had passed away a couple, three years ago. I don't, I don't think it was three years ago. It was a couple years ago. And his son Nick is, is running a place with his mom. Fantastic cheese, 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 uh, cheese um, uh, ravioli and marinara sauce. And then they ended with cannoli. Now I'm half Sicilian. If I don't get a cannoli every three months, you know, part of my Sicilian stuff runs away, and I, you know, I, I need a cannoli. They had a great cannoli. There's other places downtown that I really like, but the combination of these three things for 20 bucks. I mean, geez. You know good bread the whole the whole this the whole business so for me going out once a week and hanging out and, and finding a place to eat is always is always nice and it's even nicer when i can find something that makes some, makes some good italian food cause no- normally i just don't i i'll cook italian food at home and i love cooking it and i love making stuff but chrissy's not as much of a fan of it as i am she likes it but she doesn't she doesn't like if i say i'm Usually, when I, when in my past life, I would be making pasta two or three nights a week. I'm lucky if I make pasta once once a month with her because she just doesn't need it the same way. That's again. funny because Lisa could eat pasta every night. I could eat pasta every night, morning, mm-hmm. noon, and night. I could eat cold pasta for breakfast, pasta salad for lunch, and, and pasta for dinner. I'd be 3,000 pounds. That's going to say. But, you know, probably but I, that, well, that's the other thing about it. The, the good thing is. In, in her own way, she's saving me from being, you know, two-ton Tony yeah. you know, or two-ton Vinny. <laughs> you know. But but the the, the food, if you're, if you're a local person and you're looking for a great place to get Italian food, Franco's is a wonderful place, and they treat you very well, and um, I recommend it highly. If you're not from here, go find yourself a good Italian place because good Italian places are hard to find.
1: They really are.
0: You know, a, that's a finer thing for me, you know, the ability to sit down and do that and have some fun.
1: We're going to try Troni Brothers up the street.
0: Ooh, you, you have to tell me about that. Because well, we I, had the pizza. Right, I've had the pizza, and I like the so pizza. So we're
1: going to try and look at maybe doing some of their meals that they have. This is on Wilmington Park. Stuffed shells. This is, shells and this is oh. a real Italian place. Yeah, Yeah, Manigat.
0: Yeah, that's all good stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I should tell you, that maybe I did tell you this story. Uh, if I told you this story. Well, uh, so there's a guy in town in Bethlehem. He's He's, pa- he's passed away, but... He's, um, uh, uh, looks like Luigi from Mario brothers. He invited my teacher and I years ago to, to have, have a meal at his, his place. And it's a pizza place. So you're, I'm expecting pizza and you know, he's making like a real Italian meal. He's going right. all out and yeah. a pasta, all the stuff, pasta for everything's great. Right? So we get done and Frank, Frank turns to me and he says, if you want to tell, tell Joe that you really liked it, you look at him and say Bona a I go, what does that mean? He goes, it means good table. Which, which is the mm. Italians' way of saying you, you put a nice meal on. Yeah. So Joe comes in and I, I go, hey Joe, bona rope He goes, ah grazie, preg, I, I appreciate that. So he goes away and there's a guy sitting next to me that, that's like, uh, you know, he's Pennsylvania Dutch or he's, you know, he's German. He's he's not Italian, and he goes, hey, I want to say something nice nice to Joe too. You know, Vinny got to say something nice. How can I say something nice? So Frank looks at me and, and I know some Italian, but I don't know a lot. And, and Frank goes, okay, we're going to do this. Greg, you ready? I sono, non, no, chuch." which means I'm an asshole. <laughs> and, and I knew the chuch part and, but I didn't know the part before it. And basically I figured he was saying he was an ass and I'm laughing. And Greg's like, why are you laughing? And I go, oh no, it's a perfect thing to say, Greg. That's exactly what you need to say to him. So Joe comes out and Frank says, Hey Joe, Greg wants to say to, say something to you about your meal, and he goes, "Okay, isono non nechuj." And <laughs> Joe has one of his handlebar mustaches, so he turns his handlebar mustache and he looks over at Frank and he looks over at Greg and he goes, "Congratulations!" <laughs> and everybody's laughing except Greg, and and Frank. Frank is looking at me and I'm just laughing. And Greg goes, "What did I just say?" I said, "Basically, you called yourself an asshole." And he goes, "Oh, I didn't mean to do it." Yeah, that's what you get for trying to listen to somebody (laughs) tell you what to say. But that 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 was that was perfect. But that finding a good place to get a good Italian meal—I don't care where you are, you know, anywhere. Even even in Japan, they had nice places to get Italian food.
1: You got to stay away from Olive Garden. Oh no, no, no,
0: no! no. You eat the real time.
1: Nothing,
0: nothing against those people, but I don't want to eat their food. No, no, it's chain. I—that's the. I don't ever want to eat at a chain chain restaurant ever in my life if I can help it. When I was home on the road trip, I ate hot dogs from a local place. I ate a cheesesteak on the on the Jersey Shore, not my favorite, but I did that. I ate pizza at a, at a local place. There's only one of those places, New York fold fold style pizza. I was happy yeah, as hell, yeah. but no chains. And I'm I'm trying to explain to, to to Tara like we do not eat at chains here. We went I went to a diner. It was called the Bethlehem Diner. There's only one of them. Fantastic. I had SOS, you know, uh, shit on a shingle, uh, cream chip beef. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Fantastic. Fantastic.
1: Yeah. Good Wonderful.
0: Stuff. Yeah. So that's that's my finer things for the day.
1: Outstanding. Well, with that, I think that brings this episode to a close. So. To a screeching
0: halt. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of us is supposed to say goodnight.
1: Vinny, say goodnight. Uh, no, hold it. That's not right. Say goodnight, Vinny.
0: Goodnight, Vinny. Goodnight, Vinny.